This podcast is brought to you by Anchor. Are you thinking about doing your own podcast, but you don't know how? Well, have you heard about Anchor? It's actually the platform that I'm hosting through this right now. And yes, it's free. Not only is it free, it's super easy to use. There's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. And you can even add any song from Spotify directly to your episodes. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and so much more. It's really that easy. And guess what? You can actually make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. That's a big deal. So it's really everything you need in one place to make an amazing podcast. All you have to do is download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started today. Five, four, three, two, one. What's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of the Genius Brain Podcast. We got two very special guests in the house. I got to tell you right now, this is two of... uh, one of the funniest fucking groups on the internet, YouTube, just comedy in general. I've known these cats hey. for a very fucking long time. Yes, a very, very long yeah. time. Probably one of the only few black people I know. But we got Dormtainment in the house, two out of three. Yo. We got Emmanuel and Mike What's motherfucking up, David? damn. What's up, David? Thank you for having us, man. Yeah, man, I've been trying to get you guys on for a minute. It was funny because I was contacting Rome and Rome's like, I'm out of town. I'm out of town. I'm like, mother. Oh, yeah. Rome's fuck. always out of town. It's yeah, my yeah. He's on we his call Rome on the go. On the go, Rome. Yo, I didn't know Rome was fucking fat back in the day. Oh, oh my yeah, god, yeah. We, we always could... make fun of him. Yeah, we called him Fatima. <laughs> <laughs> he damn sure was big, man. Yeah, that's why. That's why Rome is so humble right now. Because you know he's a handsy. Like you would think, like he would be out here, like but yeah. he's mad humble because he used to be. He always knows it's like ten cakes away. You that's know? the great thing about the transformation, though. And I think you're gonna get to that point. You're getting to that point, but. If you were formerly fat in any type of way and you felt those insecurities or if you were formerly ugly and then you become beautiful, usually those people are the coolest people. Yeah. You're you know balanced. What I'm saying? I think I believe so. I mean, maybe some people get ego get out of control. Right. But if you start looking your best later on in life, I feel like you're almost a better person. I mean, I, I didn't even know I was fat. So like for me, <laughs> I just I just thought I was good looking the whole fucking time. So it's like Bro, hey, you could have just I'm kinda me. like that too. Like when I when I start getting like if I start working out. And then I see a picture of me when I was skinny. I was damn, I was skinny. But while I'm skinny, I'm like, I look good. <laughs> What's everybody talking about? Yo, I got, I had like the highest self esteem ever. Yeah. But like the only person that could check me was my fiance. Okay. So she was the one, and I told this before. She was, she was the one that got me to realize I was fat because I was a fat guy that was sit. And judge other fat people. <laughs> and so I would sit there and I'm like, look at these fucking disgusting ass motherfuckers, Hilarious. you know? And she would just look at me and she'd be like, yo, bro, like you're you're the fattest motherfucker I've ever seen in my life. And I'm like, what the fuck's wrong with you? Like, I look good. Yeah. <laughs> like, what are you talking about? That's hilarious. But age too, because you start my knees started clicking. Mm. You know, I was trying to play ball in my fucking Hold on, hold on. So you never felt down about being fat as a kid? I think when I was younger I did, but then after okay. a while, like you kind of have comedy to really just balance all that yes. shit out, yes. right? Yeah. And so after after a while, you start feeding into your own bullshit. Yeah, you know I mean? so like right. I just like oh, I'm big, but I I, I play ball. I move. Right, right, you know right, what I mean, right. I'm fast for a big guy. Like I like surprising people. You know, you yeah. start like I got real, other attributes. Yeah. Rationalizing your fat. Yeah, like you you justify a lot of things, especially because a lot of your friends, you know, they'll, if you have good friends, they'll gas you up for no fucking reason. Yeah, You're yeah, like, yo, yeah. you kind of fast for a big guy, and I'm like. 
You shouldn't have done that because <laughs> you planted a seed in my head, and I'm you like, monster just I'm now. an athlete, dude. You know what I mean? Well, and that's then, shit your friends don't remember saying. I said that to you. Yeah, right. right. <laughs> yeah, but we, uh, yeah, when I, when I when Rome told me he was fat, I was kind of shocked. I was like, damn, you you just would have never guessed. Oh yeah, man, he worked hard for it too, man. He put in the work. We seen it. I can see it. I just, I still see it in him. <laughs> Like I look at Rome and I'm like, I see the fat guy. Yeah, yeah. Like the yeah, way yeah. he looks at a cheesecake is yeah. like, oh yeah, oh yeah, hypnotized. Yeah, he's, he's very. Gu- What's the word? Gully? Like, like uh, jolly, jolly. Yeah, yeah. gully. Yes. You, the Jamaica came out in this man. Yeah, yeah. Yes, he has a he has a fat jolly side inside inside right. of him. Yeah, it's funny because you know when we were because we did that show, joke me off, mm-hmm. and so I guess like everybody on that show. So prior to that, I was I was uh, shooting an indie film, so I didn't get to go to rehearsals, right? But during the rehearsals, everybody got this pitch deck. I didn't get the pitch deck, so I didn't know who was going to be on there. Mm, mm. I found out Rome was going to be on there on the day I was oh, there. Oh, shit. Mm. That's how it usually happens with us, though. <laughs> yeah. I feel like last time, one time, I think when we first came to L.A., Tracy Edmonds flew us out for something, oh, and yeah, you yeah. were there. Remember oh, this? Yeah, like that's the, right. The, some, I don't know what we did. It was but you and Cam. Yeah. yeah, yeah. We filmed some like dinner scene. It was. Yeah, she had her all right TV shit. network. Yeah, oh, yeah, that's, yeah. What, that's what. That's what. That's what launched our LA life. Honestly, <laughs> oh, <laughs> it, really? it really is. It that, really is. That um, her network. Yeah, because she moved her her funding. That network um, started a show with us, and she gave us funding to do a show, and we used that money to come out here and and start a life. Really? But, yeah, we were f- debating whether we were going to move to LA or not. Yeah. We were like, we oh were, shit. Yeah, we were, yeah, we were, we were unsure because we were like, yeah, where are we going to live? And every, and a lot of us, for the most part, were like, fuck it. Like, if it's a one bedroom, we got to sleep on the floor next to each other. That's what we got to do for the first year. Like, we yeah. were ready. Like, we were gun ho. And then that just kind of came out of nowhere. Oh. It was like, oh, Tracy Edmonds wants to buy. She bought like ten. Clips of ours off our YouTube, like yeah, like uh, she yeah, just she licensed some stuff off our YouTube, and then also she paid us to do to write a cooking show for yeah, her. right, and feature in a cooking which show. was so what? random, but it was like we'll take it, let's do and, it. Yeah, that's <laughs> let's how we moved out here comfortably. <laughs> we did like, a like you guys do cooking, cooking shows, show. of course we do. Yeah. Yeah. Right, right. right. We'll right after, like hold on a second, guys. <laughs> oh, yeah, I'll figure it out. <laughs> <laughs> nah, but uh. Yeah, so that kind of contributed us to coming out here, and that's when we that was we met you before that. It was because I remember uh, saying what's right up to you, be like, "Oh, Dave, so was good." Yeah, man. yeah, like, yeah. So yeah, because huh? yeah, y'all were visiting to come find a house, and we did something with him. Well, he was at the Tracy Esmond shoot because y'all yeah, I took a picture. But that was I'm saying that time I don't know that that was the first. We might have met through a uh, full screen. I, no, think I think maybe that's what it was. Maybe. Maybe Man, I don't and even Abe. I don't. Yeah, yeah with Abe. That's I, that's what it was. That's yeah, because yeah. I don't remember the origin. Because yeah, because Abe worked for full screen. That's right. Yeah. So then he was like, he always used to talk about David. Yeah, he always yeah, used to be yeah, like, yeah. I got to hook y'all up with David. Because because the funny thing is like, uh, he knew about how poor my attitude was when I was here, right? Because mm-hmm. I was I did stand up straight up. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. And so, you know, when you were around a bunch of stand ups, I felt like a lot of them were fucking assholes. And yeah, so I kind yeah. of absorbed that type of, course, of mentality. Of <laughs> and like a- after a while, you kind of think like, number one, you know, to my discredit is that for YouTube, I thought I was above YouTube, right? Because yeah. I was I was the YouTuber that came from traditional stand-up. Right, I was right. grinding out in the stand-up comedy clubs, whatever, How right? How long were you doing it for before? Uh, I started when I was like 16. Oh, shit. So uh, okay. when, I, when, I, when I came on YouTube, it was like I was, what, 23 or some shit? So I, you know, I had some years under my belt. And I decided to uh, come here. And then every time I met somebody on YouTube, I fucking hated them. I was like, fuck these people. Mm. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, they were just like, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Fucking losers. And so, 
like I just fucking hated them. And but there was a few people that yeah. I clicked with. It was the JK people who I still work with today, mm-hmm. and you guys. Yeah. And I was like, oh, these are just normal human beings because. A lot of the YouTubers at the time, they just weren't, they just didn't know how to interact with people. It felt like Awkward everything was yeah. the act. It felt like everything was the, you know, either their uh, I- impersonation of other YouTubers mm-hmm. or they're so uncomfortable in their own shoes when there are other, yeah. around, other YouTubers that it makes it awkward. But the thing is, when we met David, like, yeah, I think you were one of the most genuine people we met. Oh, and it, it just clicked. Our comedy clicked yeah, together. Yeah. Like, I could tell off top. And it was a mutual respect because not only just the attitudes of the other YouTubers, their content, I was just like, a lot of them, I just was like, this is true. Yes. Like, <laughs> you know, like, you know, this is just not necessarily up to par with what we want to do, yeah, what yeah. we see ourselves doing. But when we saw your stuff, it was like, okay, this guy gets it. He has and a sense he, of comedy. <laughs> and then he upped the production and stuff. Because right, this right. early on YouTube, yeah, yeah, you yeah. were really trying to shoot high quality stuff. And then yeah. Anytime you would come do stuff with us, you would kill it. So it was like, I think I feel like we always gravitated towards the the, the real ones in YouTube, it, even if it's only five. You yeah. know, we're always gonna find those guys. And, you, you know, know the, the the funny thing is too, because you know when I when people ask me to work on projects, uh, if I don't really know them, yeah. like I'll look at it and I'll think about it. You know what I mean? But mm-hmm. if you guys ask me, I'm just like, let's do it. Let's fucking do it. Let's, let's, do let's it, figure man. it out. Same way, bro. Yes. By the way, we put you in the most stereotypical role. <laughs> you know, the funny shit, chin. <laughs> I, I saw the, the video again because uh, there was two of them, right? Yeah. But they're still funny till this it's fucking funny day. funny as fuck, man. I, I'm, I mean, this is, this is a humble brag, but our content, it, someone tweeted it that it ages, it ages better. Ages well, yeah. Then, then when it first comes out. Like when it oh, first, for when, sure. I don't know, like we edit, we shoot it. So by the time it comes out, we're just like, oh. We're past it. Yeah. yeah. But like a year later, you go watch, you're like, wow, this was really rich, man. <laughs> and I don't watch, I, I don't tend to watch our content a lot. It's, yeah. it's usually like, I'm just like, all right, let's get better with the next one. On to the next one. How can we do better than the next one? But the times that I do take a break and actually go back and watch stuff, David's clips are fucking hilarious every <laughs> mm-hmm. fucking time. Like I can't stop the laughing. fucking episode. And we have so many bloopers too. God oh, yeah. damn it, we don't we, we didn't even put those out yet, but we need to. Yeah, the whole the fucking the one with the the Lean and Leon one, dude. Like oh, I, okay. I was Lean and Leon goes to the chiropractor. That shit was fucking <laughs> like, funny. That's dude. just fine right there. The, your, even, little, your little butt. <laughs> <laughs> the smallest shit, dude. The fucking X-ray drawing had me <laughs> dying laughing. Oh shit, dude! I saw that shit. I was cracking the yeah. fuck up. Yeah, I was we like, spent like two hundred dollars on that video, man. That <laughs> High production. <laughs> that was that was during a time though. I felt like I, I think for all of us too, and we talk about this a lot. Where YouTube was really fun. Yeah, it, it was. It was fun. It was new. new. Yeah, yeah. It's it just, was super exciting. And I think like at that time, everybody's content was so different. Mm-hmm. And I wow. got to sample a lot of different That's stuff. Very true. Mm-hmm. And now every time I go onto a channel, it's like I've seen this already. Like yeah. I've seen this mm-hmm. style. This the way that you're speaking. The way it's yeah. set up. It's somebody else's yeah. shit. Yeah. So it, like when I watch YouTube now. Albeit, I get very, I don't want to say sad, but it's hard for me to find content I fuck with. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, and I was thinking about this the other day. Like, it's, it's I guess, like, uh, if we're, I, I'm assuming we're all 30s. Yeah. yeah. I think, like, the 20s and up kind of just adapted this, like, oh, let's do what works. Yeah. It's not necessarily like, oh, let's try to find something that's different. It's just, oh, let's do what works. Yeah. I remember even talking to a younger person and then telling us like why don't y'all just do reaction videos because i'm like oh you know our, our channel doesn't mm-hmm. get as much views as it used to whatever why don't you just do reaction videos and i'm like 
but that's not what we do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so it's like it, they don't even process the fact that, oh, you're trying to do something. It's just do something that's popular and mm-hmm. it'll get views. Like, what's the big deal? But that's the that's the thing about that, too, is, though, there's a reason why a lot of these younger people who are on media, they only last three or four years. Right. Because after a while, you can only steal so fucking much. <laughs> <laughs> right. You know what I mean? Right. Your bag is full now. Right. Right. You know, there's right. Everybody's seen all your tricks. So when it comes time for people to innovate and they got to do new shit. They're, they're fresh out, right? Right. Yeah, right? And I think for us, like we've been able to expand outside of just YouTube mm-hmm. because of all the, the the skills that we developed, yeah. right? And it's you know to their credit, like I, I'll I'll catch myself sometimes too, like for example, like reaction videos. Right? It's yeah. funny that you mentioned that because there was a point <laughs> where I was like, you should just do reaction videos, <laughs> <laughs> motherfucker. Your channel's yeah. dying. Get to it. Get do it. Throw some fucking pies in your face. Prank people. Do some right, shit. You right, know what I mean? Right. And um. Because it, it, it does it does start to hit you a little bit. Yeah, you know? it makes you feel a way when you put out something that you work hard on and it doesn't get as much as it should, oh, yeah? as you think it should. You're just like, what am I doing this for? Because mm-hmm. at yeah. the end of the day, I, even if it wasn't for the money, I at least was doing it for the people's reaction and yeah. the love that I got. Yeah. But now I'm not. I'm barely getting that and the money still sucks. <laughs> <laughs> so it's like you kind of question yourself. But then you, that's when you kind of got to dig deeper and be like, what is this? What am I? Re- I, I, I one day hope that 10 years from now, someone's going to watch this and hopefully it makes them do something great. I, I really do believe Sorry. that a lot of the stuff that you guys were doing was way better before it's time Thank like you. you guys were innovators right so a lot of the shit that i see now and i'm like that's some old ass dorm table <laughs> right, shit right. you know what i mean believe like, me we say it too, we say it too. <laughs> like, we've accepted that shit yeah. we accept like it's, it's kind of like, like what we wanted to do in yeah. a way it was our mission without even knowing that's what we were doing yeah because yeah. we always used to stress that like yeah we just do it ourselves like we don't mm-hmm. have to wait on nobody and we would say it to our fans, not knowing that, oh, they're hearing it. <laughs> and yeah. probably there's people out there watching now who's who's doing Instagram and stuff now that probably heard that and was like, shoot, okay. And don't get it twisted. We still want to be the greatest fucking comedy group out here. But at yeah. the same time, yeah. uh, to inspire others, I mean, that's amazing. Like, I'm, I'm, it's an amazing feat. I, yeah, that's an amazing feat. Like, I want to see people. I want to see whatever uh, genre we're in, whatever our mm. craft is, comedy. So I want to elevate that as much as we can. And that's some shit, though. It's like sometimes I'll go out to these shows and I see, you know, I'll meet a couple of like newer YouTubers or media people, right? Yeah. And uh, they're like, yo, man, you inspired me when I was younger. I'm like, cool, let me get $1,000 in that money. You make all this free right? goddamn content. Yeah, you, you make $20 million. Right. <laughs> you right. stupid son of a bitch. <laughs> give, me, give me something, dude. I'm over here dying. <laughs> I'm over here trying to create good art and shit, and then you have your watered-down version of my shit, and it does so much better. But that just goes to show, like, also, too, in this platform, you really do have to learn how to evolve. Because I know other people who put their heart into their art, but they just didn't evolve with the times. Mm. And then they're wondering, like, like, for example, this is the best example I'll give out. It's uh, YouTube Musicians. Mm. When YouTube first started, mm. anybody could have been a musician. Yeah, you huge. go back. You go back to some of these covers yeah. that they, they're doing. They are arguably terrible singers, but they mm-hmm. have two million, three, ten million mm-hmm. views, and so they expected that type of success. But guess what happens? You singing on a platform out without A and R's, without all this other shit, inspired other people to do it that were way better than mm-hmm. you. Yep. And so there was real musicians that came out, and now they're trying to do their same bullshit, and they're like, "Well, I'm not getting the views." It's because you're actually finding out you actually weren't that good. Yeah. yeah. Competition. Yeah. Has stepped up. Yeah, that's what it is. Where you, you like once the industry found out, oh, this is what the power of YouTube or the power of social media can do. Everyone's gonna look, turn an eye here, and you're gonna get better people. So it's up to you whether you want to get better mm-hmm. and push yourself, or you're just gonna stay there and just 
you know, you're gonna fall by the wayside. Yeah, competition is is it's it's fierce now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, like music. I've I've seen like some of these cats where, damn, like for example, think, think about this. Justin Bieber was a YouTuber, man. Yeah, he was crazy, a right? Fucking yeah. YouTuber, crazy. Uh, fucking uh, Issa uh, Rae, Donald Glover, Donald like, Glover. Fucking like these people, you know, they they made it to the top. <laughs> man, I. Issa Rae's trajectory is fucking crazy, crazy yo. Man. Like you talk about, can I get a thousand dollars? Every Issa. time we see her, that's what he's like. Yeah, yeah. Can, can we get a couple? Remember drinks? that one time we met each other, uh, Issa, at fucking that sandwich shop. Like I remember that day like it was yesterday, and I would have should have fucking planted my seed on you like you were fucking Oprah, dude. I should I should have done something. But just watching, so she's a she's amazing, man. Like just watching how successful she is, yeah. and albeit like I gotta say, man, she's. Everything she has, she deserves, too. Because she was Absolutely. one of those people that I saw that I was really, really rooting for. Mm-hmm. And then when she popped off, I was like, yeah, no shit. Right. Just like you, very authentic. Just Stay real true to cool. Her, they you were. know what I'm saying? Like, she's been the same since we've met her. You know what I'm saying? The, the, you know, the relationship we've had with her, like, she's just... She popped off around the same time we started, right? No. Awkward black girl. I, I remember, I guess, 2000. No, 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 no. We were... Maybe two years later. We were already uh, kind of like deep into YouTube world, maybe two hundred thousand subs, dropping videos, and then really? she, she kind, she, we just are hearing about this awkward black girl. I think one of the yeah. guys in the group, Cam, yeah, brought it to us, and yeah, at the time I think she was getting like a hundred thousand views on each episode, mm-hmm. and then we just kind of like, yeah, we hit her up too, and and she ended up, she said she liked our videos as well, and then we just kind of kept the relationship. Up That's when you sometimes it's it's good to be. Uh, I guess what's I don't know, I can't find the proper word, but to approach someone first because I you know a lot of times I feel like we all like oh I'm not gonna say nothing because <laughs> they should say something to me or kind of in a way, but yeah. it's just like that. It was just no humility. It was just like yo we we're fans, and then it ended up being she was fans, and I felt like that was one of the best things we've ever done. <laughs> <laughs> just that relationship and just being open and free and just being able to say we're fans, not even knowing if she knew us or not. Yeah. But just showing her love. And then, yeah, I just feel like that was a good lesson to carry on. I always like show love. Do you feel up. like every industry is like that? Mm. You know yeah. Like, People will sit back and just watch you and knowing they could kind of help. They could probably help your situation. But like you, like we were talking about earlier, if you don't ask for something, you won't necessarily exactly. know what you can get. Not even ask, but just, just like the people in your industry, like sometimes... You know, I'm sure if you go to some like shoppers industry and it's like, you know, Ralph's in there and mm. <laughs> food for less. I feel like they're not talking to each other either. They probably mm-hmm. got their arms mm. folded. But, you know, I feel like with us, we're able to work together. We can do videos together. We can do we can, you know, and, and away from that, we just need to appreciate each other more. You know, yeah, what I'm saying? yeah, just yeah. show love towards other YouTubers, yeah. show love towards other creators. It's not always. It's not even a competition. Honestly, mm-hmm. we're not competing against each other. A lot other. of That's the fabricated. a lot of uh, successful YouTubers definitely they do they cross platforms a lot, right? Mm-hmm. So they work with other people and they try to spread out that way. Um, I definitely did not do that. Like <laughs> I was just like I fucking hate you. Get the fuck away from me. You know what I mean? But um, they like it was one of those things that I think was hard for me. Like yeah. I just. Like like you know we we mentioned this I just didn't fuck with their shit yeah, yeah. so it was hard but if I did fuck with them I definitely would reach out I was right, like yo right, right, I would right. let's let's work on something together or I'll just be in something that you do mm-hmm. right for example uh, somebody somebody else that did really great was fucking Batch yeah, right yeah because I remember well first of all I'm gonna tell you all this motherfucking story Batch. I'm pretty sure you're not listening to this because you're way above me now you piece of fucking <laughs> shit but Batch was fucking funny so when I first met him uh, uh what's the name uh. Well, that's good. Yeah. yeah right. So, so good. he 
was supposed to be in my sketch. And he said, yo, there's this young cat named Batch, Andrew Batchelor. You should work with him. And so he would replace that role for for Wes. Mm, and so okay. when I was working on him with this small little sketch, and it was uh, with my buddy Josh, me and Josh looked at each other and were like, damn, this motherfucker's way better than us. <laughs> like, I was like, oh, <laughs> yeah, shit. He's a great actor, yeah. Yeah, I was like, damn, he's fucking good, dude. Like, And I remember telling Josh, I was like, this dude is going to be some fucking big shit out here. Yeah. Because he was, I could tell he was just hustling and working hard. He didn't give a fuck. Yeah. Right? And then when we started working together, I was so surprised how he decided, he de- started to develop his own group and his network. Yeah. Because he started popping off on the Vine, Vine. thing. Mm-hmm. And so we did this sketch. Uh, I remember even before that, he did something with Shaq. No, he was on YouTube. He was, he was on YouTube heavy. Like, he was dropping skits, but, and the quality was actually high for that time. No, but that's high the thing. Fuck. I think it was like he did something with Shaq that was right. like a comedy series. Yeah, it was like the same had time like when uh, all those people, on. YouTube was giving money to all these celebrities to start channels. Right, yeah. right. And yeah. I remember his, yeah, his stuff yeah. was high quality. I thought right. this fool was dealing drugs or some shit right. because I was like, where the fuck are you getting money for this right, hot, right. you're a nobody. Like, there's no, where the fuck is this money? Yeah. I thought he was just rich as fuck. I yeah. Like, all right, all right, dude, I bet dang, you, man. <laughs> you know what the shitty thing is? It's like with people who, uh, this is the hater in me, I'm like, with somebody I really like to and I'm like, God, I'm trying to find something wrong about you. <laughs> oh yeah, oh yeah. Like <laughs> you God, because God is fair. You know yeah. what I mean. So God what the fair. fuck is Batch's thing? Right? Yeah, you got a small dick. I, I bet know. you got a small dick. I bet you that shit is fucking the size of this mic, dude. That shit is huge. And I'm like, <laughs> the biggest dick. Yeah, and I'm like looking for something wrong because the dude was super nice, super humble, yeah. and you know I'm pretty sure he has his flaws. I don't know what they are yet, but yeah. <laughs> one one thing though I will say about this motherfucker lied to me about his age when I first met him. So when I first met him, he told me that he was like three or four years younger than me right and then lo and behold uh i forgot what we were looking at but he was on a pitch deck that i was on and his age popped up and he's like my age i was like you stupid son of a bitch so he did the la thing when he first moved and he lied about his age and i was like why the fuck would you do that 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 boat i can't jump on somebody told me to do that my i think my ex told me to do that she was like you guys should say you're young i'm like no i'm good yeah yeah, (laughs) i don't care i don't care yeah i mean i see why people do it because i mean i guess it appeals to younger people and keep but i don't i I want my i want people who need to know me know me like yeah i don't need to appeal to people who aren't my my in my category of thinking so feminine you know I don't, I, I don't know man like i just don't fuck with that we know some girls that have done that though like in, in, yeah, it's that more are just, doing that yeah. i understand when a when a girl does it just because yeah. of like that societal pressure like exactly. when, right. once you right. reach a certain age right. you're too old or whatever type of shit but Hence, that's why i say it's effeminate but yeah. but even that the whole thing is just like embrace the age man like especially nowadays is. like we we all looking looking good and better just like, As, uh, to me all that matters is your content yeah, right. all that. Like, are you good at your craft? Like, can, can you? Are you trying to push the limits here? Are you trying to get better? Like, that's all. I, I guess that when people I appreciate you more. For that. Yeah, like I guess that when people don't understand that they're gonna age. Like, you know that shit's inevitable. Right. Like, yeah. Like that's that's a fucking it's scientific a blessing. Thing. Yeah, it's a blessing to age. People die at twenty. People die at yeah. teenagers, right. man. Right. Like the, every day, shit. Every year, you should be like, man, I'm getting older. Woo. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And I'm still fucking here, right? right. You know, because because uh, I mean, how hard is it for us to see like a lady out? In fucking like Fairfax without her lips done, her fucking cheeks done, Jesus Botox, Christ. and I'm like, fuck, I don't even remember what a normal human being looks like yeah. anymore. Like what exactly? The, like what the fuck is with this concept where beauty is a set certain way? Right. They look like aliens that <laughs> I would still fuck, but I'm just it's, it's, yeah, but you know, it's, it's, it's alien. Weird. It's, I would yeah, hate myself weird. after that's all. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I see it a lot. Like you know, especially with some of my like my friends, even like I, specifically here in L.A. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. I think. 
because when we're on social media, all we can think about is how we look and we are perceived Man, to others. I think I think even nowadays, I was thinking about that. Like it's just even in music, you got to be. I feel like you have to be beautiful to sell. Mm. I feel like you either you're beautiful or you gotta like have the flyest like attire. Or you just gotta be strip. weird as fuck. Or weird as fuck. Like yeah, you gotta fuck, you yeah. gotta be the latter something. You can't just be a regular like guy. Post Malone ugly type of shit. Right, you know? <laughs> right. You gotta be super <laughs> yeah. super ugly or like the cutest person. And I'm yeah. just like, damn. There's no in between right now. It's just like people just want to see the best of the best. And I feel like they got mad options on on, on the gram to look at. Because like, you're doing music right now. Yeah. Yeah. So what made you, I mean, you guys have always been doing music. Right, right. But you're actually doing time. music music now. I guess you, yeah, just call it that. Because <laughs> music music, it's not, it's not based on the comedy album shit. It's right. like, no, no, it's music. legit music. Right. Yeah. And it's yeah. good too. And, and it's it's a discovering process every freaking day, man. And I try not to take it sick. I was even listening, we were listening to y'all on the way here. And I was just like, I don't want to, I don't want to take myself too sick. I heard Timothy say something about like, uh, you know, just. Like he he just likes things where people just are just naturally themselves. He's not taking it too serious, and I don't want to like oh, I'm, I'm studying music. Like I actually love to do it and just like to create, but it's a learning process, man. Every like every time I work with some, another artist, I'm like, damn, I got a lot a long way to go. Yeah. Like the other day, this guy came through and his voice was just like he was. I don't even know how to explain it, but his his singing voice was so on top. Yeah. And I was just like, damn, I know it took him a while to find that. Cause it's like it's it was so unique to him. No one else sounds like that. And I'm just like I'm infatuated now with just finding that uniqueness in my in my own voice. That's the and, hardest part. Yes. Yeah. He, no. Go ahead, my brother. Oh, no, go ahead. Go no, ahead. I was just gonna say he used to annoy the fuck out of us. Too. <laughs> oh, oh yeah. Singing, bro. <laughs> yeah. Like Terrible. all day Terrible. and night. But that's why we could be a testament to him getting better. <laughs> that's why that's we could be a testament funny, to him bro. getting better because was there was nights we were like, "Hey, yo, Mike, yeah, shut get the text. fuck up." It would be like two in the morning. My phone would go out. I just, I just knew what it was. <laughs> you don't even got to respond to the text, right? I would just see it and just yeah. turn off the music and just Your go to bed and be low. like, "That's fucking." It. Yeah. But yeah, it, it's a, it's a learning process, and it's, it's been one of my most humbling experiences, honestly, man. Like I've I've I listen back to old stuff and be like, "Ooh, like." Yo, I thought he was gonna say something mad positive, dude. That shit was fucking funny as hell. No, dude. that's it. No. It was real. That's real. <laughs> no, but it is a testament to him getting better, man. Like yeah. we we we, heard, we seen. I, I used to tell this man he tone deaf all the time. People would tell like, me that all the time. People told me you that all deaf. the time. And even now I'm starting to understand what they meant. I didn't understand what that meant. Like, what do you mean? Like, I'm singing. Like, what the fuck? Right, right. <laughs> what do you mean tone deaf? I'm singing, man. Relax. Like, oh, shit. And then like... Wait, what do you mean? <laughs> the past year and a half, I'm like, oh, that's what tone deaf means. Like, okay. Like, I got to be yeah. a key. I got to sound like... you like, like recorded yourself and like, yo, somebody tells the motherfucker to shut up. It's like, yo, the first time like, I recorded you. myself, I was so frustrated <laughs> like when i when i decided to get the equipment and actually sit down and 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 record and produce myself the first the first day i i stopped and was i, I stopped and was like okay maybe i shouldn't do it because <laughs> it wouldn't it didn't sound like how i thought i sounded oh for sure so hearing myself on the mic i i had to i was like oh like oh that's there's my voice right there i'm it was almost like adjusting it's just self-adjusting yep. all the time well you know recording yourself in a booth is fucking difficult. Yeah. Like singing specifically. Because yeah. you could hear how flat, how pitchy Everything. you are 
right mm-hmm. then and yeah. there. Mm-hmm. And so every time we sing, we always think that we're on key, but we're always slightly mm-hmm. a little mm-hmm. off. And so when you're on a booth, when you're in the booth and you're hearing the music and all the instruments with it, you could actually hear every note that you're fucking yeah. on. So uh, people don't understand that when you sing in a booth, it's way different from when you do something live. Yeah. So when you do something live, and if you're a great live musician, it's fantastic. Mm-hmm. But then also you have like the acoustics, the reverb to kind of cover up a lot yeah. of these mistakes. I sound great. I sound way better live. <laughs> I, I, I performed Brown Skin the other, my song Brown Skin the other day at the spot, and the, my homegirl was like, "Wow, I love it live." I was like, "Yeah, it's, it's a lot going on." I love I love it live. That's <laughs> <laughs> just what she said. I was like, I took it for what it was. I was yeah. like, I understand what you're like, saying. Well, this is unique though, because both of you do music and yeah. you do comedy. Yeah. What do you love more? You know, I actually only wanted to be a musician originally, uh-huh, okay. and then I just found out I'm a goofy looking motherfucker. So I was like, "Hold on a second, like maybe I should re- redo this." Because I remember Ruben Stutter started off his shit, his shit yeah. tanked. So I was like, I'm "Wait, a, what I'm do you t- mean?" Because he was a fucking big ass dude, yeah, and yeah. I was a big ass boy too. I was like, "I'm gonna take, I'm gonna learn from his Ruben. lessons, <laughs> and maybe switch to <laughs> comedy and see how that works out." Ruben Stutter was your spirit animal. <laughs> Duh, let me tell you something. When, it, when that music video came out, what's it called? Uh, sorry for 2004. Yeah, and this motherfucker dumped. Sorry it. for 2004. This is That's my when, sorry for. Yeah, two thousand four. Oh yeah, <laughs> but that was the name of the song. Yeah, yeah so. sorry for two thousand. Or maybe just sorry, but I think it was sorry for two thousand. Sorry, there that... was there was a scene in that music video where this motherfucker was in a hot tub, and I was like, this fool displaced Hilarious. all the water in that's that motherfucking shit, dude. You got to know your Ruben Stutter. You got to know that's not your scene. That's not what you do. <laughs> I was like, oh shit, this might not be my shit, but no, that's it, it, it was it was difficult because. Comedy, you're just allowed to be funny, and that's really about it. Mm-hmm. It didn't matter what you look like; didn't, you didn't have to have any t- like a certain yeah. swag or whatever. Mm-hmm. You just had to be fucking yep. funny. Yep. That's all you know, with music, it was difficult because there was just so much. I don't know. Like, I had to think about how I dress, how I look, mm-hmm. how I act, how I behaved. The live performance aspect was exhausting. Making yeah. sure sound like everything sounded right. Mm-hmm. With comedy, I could just grab a mic, and even if it was a little fucked up, right. as long as the jokes went over, it was good. Yeah. And so, like the, I think at the time when I was trying to do stand up, that feeling of grabbing a mic and making somebody laugh made me feel good. Mm, yeah. You know, and I felt like the the praise that I got for singing well was more towards me, and it wasn't this thing where I got to put that energy back right it didn't feel that way but that's what music does too but for me it just didn't and so i decided to leave that alone and really focus on one thing because i had this issue of trying to do everything Mm -hmm. and i call it like being a jack of all shits you know (laughs) what i mean so you understand what that's like so what happens is when we when we split ourselves (laughs) what happens when a jamaican guy (laughs) (laughs) they do everything (laughs) you'll have the nicest room in the goddamn (laughs) cleanest fucking (laughs) basically what happens you'll have a half made sandwich you'll have like (laughs) half done some jerk chicken everything you have done (laughs) so that's 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 that was the problem so i said hey you know what you need to cut this shit out and just focus on one thing for now and then come back to it and so now i feel like i've done comedy for so long i was like okay well let me just try to find my sound Mm -hmm. and i found out i don't have a sound (laughs) i was like Fuck. What do you oh, mean? You singing you... or rapping? You sing. <laughs> singing. <laughs> okay, okay. What yeah. do you mean you don't have a sound? So I, uh, because every time I did music, I, I kind of sang on other people's tracks. Okay. Mm. So, and it was just fun for me. Yeah. But then when I had to sit down and say, okay, let, even when I do covers, right? So I did a, I did a, a cover of Summer Walker's uh, Girls Need Love Too, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, we, and, we, we were listening. To <laughs> and so I sat there and I was like, Okay, so what's my voice? Yeah. You know, how am I supposed to sing yeah. this without somebody telling me, hey, I need you to sing it like this? Yeah. And then when I was on the mic, I was like, oh shit, this is hard. Like, this is fucking mm-hmm. hard. I actually mm-hmm. never figured out what my quote unquote sound is. Yeah. Like, what's my vibe? What's the tone of my voice? Yeah. How do I want 
to sing this shit because every time I did it, it was based on what somebody else wanted me to do, which was fucking fun. And I learned a lot from it. But now that I have to invoke my style into yeah, something, yeah, it's yeah. like it's a totally different thing. It's like <laughs> you're not paired. You're not copying. You're yeah. what's the original you? What's the one time uh, I was recording with my one of my friends who does music and she brought one of our records to somebody else. And I think I was on the hook and I had a verse and the person said, uh, who are those artists? Who are those three guys? She was like, that's one guy. Yeah. And she he told her, he's like, he needs to find a solid sound to, mm-hmm. to, to identify with. And at first I was like, but I want to do everything. Like, I want to be the guy that does all this. But it, when you hear a record and you hear someone's voice, it just resonates right away when you say, oh, that's Cardi B. Oh, yep. that's so and so. It's just like it's part of the brand. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So you kind of have to, you know, identify with something. Exactly. That, that everyone can be like, oh, yeah. That's, that's the hard part. Mm-hmm. Like, even when we do comedy, right? It's yeah. like, even you, that. We got to make sure that we stick to what we know really well yeah. and we fucking kill it because yeah. sometimes, like, when we look at other people's stuff and we see it pop off, we, we, we try, try to do to that imitate. a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. We were just talking about that because we were saying, like, when we go into these pitch meetings, um, what are we saying to these people besides just what we want to pitch them? Are we showing them, are we telling them kind of what we believe in comedy? Mm. What are our mm. beliefs in comedy? What is our style? Mm-hmm. And I feel like it's more than just saying, hey, this is our show. This is who we are. We got to kind of say, this is what we believe and this is how we approach comedy. And this is our style. This is our, 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 our voice. And yeah. Our, yeah. Our we key. were literally talking about like, what is, if, I mean, what are we trying to leave behind? Because we've yeah. done skits. When we started doing skits, it's for fun. It's just to like, yo, let's try to do something cool. Let's see. And But then it came to a place, yo, let's get good at this. Let's mm-hmm. let's actually take this as a craft and take it as serious as possible. And, fuck, I'm a little high. What the fuck were we talking about just now? <laughs> it happens all the time because I'm... Yeah. Um, finding your voice, key. Yeah, finding your voice. So even like in a show, we just started a new show called uh, Room Noise. Yeah, where we get to basically uh, pick a topic, make me. We just wrote the new uh, intro to. We gotta yeah. go over, but <laughs> pick a topic. By the way, that shit looks hard as fuck. By the way, like I, I watch all the episodes, and I'm like, bro, you gotta come on there. That shit looks so fucking difficult. You gotta come on there. But this is the thing with with that show is that I feel like we're in a place where 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 you don't feel. The pressure of, Mm. you know, trying to sing a certain way. Let's just go in there and have fun. Mm -hmm. And I feel like that's created room for people to find their voice a little better. Mm. Because you get to experiment freely a little more. There's no judgments. We're we're all comedians and we're all having fun. But we're going to try to do this to a high level. But let's just have fun on it. So yeah. that's why I think it's cool for people to just come on, just have let yeah. that free voice. And it kind of shows the pressure, like not, the pressure is relieved because that's how we create. It's like I don't have to necessarily do as much heavy lifting because this guy's gonna sing the hook. This guy's probably gonna come with something good. And all I gotta do is kind of just like come in real quick, or you know, it's just like you feel less pressure. And that's kind of how we create anyway. Yeah. yeah, it's like all right, I know when we come into this meeting or this this brainstorming session, right. someone's gonna have something to, to fuel this little idea. I have yeah and then we'll come up with something greater so right, right. It, i kind of i feel like that's what we're showing too in the process it's right like, yeah and, and anyone who comes on like when you come on you'll see it's just like oh shit i could i fit in right here okay yeah because yeah. yeah. that should look difficult as fuck and i'm like <laughs> yeah. you guys are fucking i don't know what the fuck i don't like well i'd I be nervous <laughs> making the beat sometimes because i'm like i don't know if they're feeling this i can't see <laughs> and then i'll look back and i'll see a head bob like, oh and then sometimes you know they'll be like can we switch up the beat i'm yeah. like oh <laughs> Okay. <laughs> I guess I'm like, hey, Mike, remember yeah. those nights when you used to sing at night and how much it sucked? That's the beat too. So now switch right, that shit right, up. Right. <laughs> 
just get a text. <laughs> All you see is a text. I'm, I'm like, okay, you guys can just up. tell me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm right here, motherfucker. That's hilarious. But oh, I remember what I was gonna say. Now yeah. going to our skits yeah. is that we're looking for that philosophy. You know what I'm saying? Like, what is our philosophy when we approach comedy? You know, mm-hmm. and we always and we kind of just came up with the thing that is we're 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 analyzing. Uh, we're basically holding a reflection up to the world. You know, yeah. it's very self-reflective. Whatever's going on in the, and we show the ridiculousness in it. You we think I mean? a, we think a lot of things are ridiculous. And as a whole, I was asking him like, what makes us do a skit about that? What mm-hmm. makes us stop our day mm-hmm. and say, I'm going to stop everything I'm doing and write something, go shoot it, go edit it, and pretty much take up a whole week of our lives? Yeah. What what encourages us to do that? And it's because we feel so strongly about how ridiculous this topic <laughs> is that we have to show, we have to say our point somehow right. yeah so we do, that's how we do it so i feel like as a collective that's our one thing in common is like we all kind of find all these things ridiculous together yeah. so it's just like all right let's come together and make something about this and, and you know that's like the, the the cool thing about you guys is how your creative process works because there's a lot of people in this fucking group oh, and it's it's this weird balance of when i watch what you guys do it's um Everybody has a very unique voice, mm. which is one of the biggest reasons why I think I liked your guys' comedy group the best is because none of you are the same. Mm-hmm. Everybody's comedy is different in a sketch, the way you guys act, the way you speak. Because a lot of the times when I see people come together, they all just kind of reflect each other. Right. It's the it, same it shit. Blends. They just right. all blend together. Everybody's comedy was so different. So whenever I watched the sketch, it was it was new. Because sometimes it would highlight you. Yeah. You would be highlighted. Or yeah. somebody would be highlighted. Yeah. I'm like, this is fucking dope. So it was always fresh for me to watch people who just kind of still stuck to the guns but still had a group mentality with yeah. them. And that's fucking difficult. Uh, yeah, yeah. No, I, pre- I think that's from, honestly, us just living. Like, a lot of people feel like, you know, they'll ask us, oh, you know, how can I start a group? Like, it was so organic. We yeah. were all friends. Like, two of the guys are brothers. Uh, him, oh, that's right. Uh, and one of the brothers, Cam and Mike, grew up together since sixth grade. The rest Holy of us shit. met in college, you know, and, and we, you know, I, I know for the most part, when I look at my group, we are loyal. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, We're loyal man. to each other. We want to see the best for each other. We'll keep it real with each other. But when you're in a group, you got to learn to let go of that ego. Ooh, you yes. Know, you have to learn to let go of that ego. Man. That ego can be a killer. And sometimes if you feel, and that ego can pop up in many different yeah. ways, even if it's just an idea you have, yeah. you know, and everybody else doesn't fuck with it. You got to eat that. Yeah. You got to just like, okay, it's not working mm. now, but let me, and not only just sit there and, and get mad or, 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 you know, not contribute. You got to also contribute right. too. You got to also, going. yeah, keep going. Okay. That didn't work. Let me try to shoot out this one and just let go of it. And, yeah. and you know, you got to trust. We built that trust to where, yo, I know this dude is funny. I trust in his mm-hmm. in his comedy. Mm. I know this guy's fine. I know what he brings. Everybody brings this, and it makes it easier with writing. It makes it easier, you know, when acting. When I'm, you know, I usually direct most of our stuff. So yeah. when I'm directing, it's so the communications. It, it's not going to be the same if we just had anybody else. You know what I mean? Yeah. We know how to articulate yeah. with each other. So like even when we were doing, we we shot a cops parody where we were arresting hot girls. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, we were filming in the car and Rome was on camera and like just the stuff we had, we were telling, like you were telling Rome, like, yeah. you know, like, uh, uh, take the high pitch out your voice. Put, put some more bass in your voice. Because oh, you know yeah, when you yeah. act on camera, sometimes your voice changes and stuff yeah. like that. So it's just like stuff like that that we could check with each that other. That YouTuber can creep out. Hey! Like, you, know, you, got, you got to scale that shit back. Yeah. <laughs> like, hey, hey, it's not that. It's not that. Let's bring it down. 
That's so fucking funny. <laughs> hey, what's up, guys? <laughs> but, <laughs> back. But the thing is, even with them, and, and you brought this up earlier, working with YouTubers that maybe you you know, or not working with YouTubers you don't like or whatever. Like, I think it's what I've also found is that it makes you better to work with them. Mm. Yeah, it actually makes you better to work with people that you, maybe you're not the biggest fan of, but. You, if you recognize their talent or if any time yeah. you can work them in some way mm-hmm. and it almost becomes I almost take it on as a personal responsibility to like I want them to, to do the I, best thing yeah, with us yeah. I want this thing that they're in to be the best thing they've done to inspire them to do more right. great. Damn, you know you what I mean grown ass man dog that's, that's I was me. thinking the exact opposite <laughs> <laughs> In my mind, I'm just like, man, if I see this motherfucker, I'm going to slap the fucking <laughs> shit out of him, man. Like, I don't know what it is. It's so funny because, yeah. like, I have, like, these old tendencies of when I was younger, right? Because I grew up in a eh, not that great of a neighborhood, right? Okay, right? And that's just, that was everybody's fucking attitude. And mind you, like, I was a yeah. dweeb, but because I grew up in a bad neighborhood, I always had to pretend all the right. time just so I wouldn't get robbed. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> you yeah, know what I mean? Yeah. And then now I just realized as an adult, like, these type of behaviors are seeped into my fucking mm, personality. Mm-hmm. So it's like, There'll be like these like Asian group stuff, right? Where a lot of these Asian YouTubers get mm-hmm. together, and they're nice people. And people like I always want to tell people is just because I don't like your stuff doesn't mean that I don't like you, right? Yeah, right. Yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. it's like I might like you as a person, but I just don't fuck with your shit, right? And so sometimes I feel like uh, because of the way my friends are and the way that I grew up, we're very harsh and we don't take things personal. Yeah. Like mm-hmm. one of the most refreshing things that I that I've been around recently was actually joke me off that show that I'm mm-hmm. going to be on mm-hmm. because everybody was ripping into each other and everybody was laughing yeah. and I haven't experienced that in a very long time yeah, yeah. cuz when I grew up like mind you if I'm the Asian dude in the group yeah. and there's fucking eight black dudes I'm going to get clowned yeah, on ripped apart. all the time. Yeah, so yeah. I had to be quick, yeah. real fucking yeah. fast. And so when I first moved to L.A., when people would lightweight clown on each other, I would just kind of be like whatever about it. And then I'm like, cool. So I get to rip back into them. But then right. the, I guess the level of insults that I would do would be too much for them yeah. and they would feel a certain type of way. But that's just not how I grew up. Right, I grew right. up. Every, if you say some shit, it's a free for all. Yeah, yeah, right. Yeah. So even now, like within like certain groups that I have right now, they'll say a joke and people are laughing. Right. And I'm like. I could say something way worse, but you wouldn't be able to take what I say. Mm-hmm. So it's like now I'm just like, okay, well now for me, I have to learn how to control this 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 type of attitude I had yeah. growing up. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And so when I do that, when I'm coming around group and I'm like, oh, I could probably use him in this thing, the only thing I'm thinking about is you stupid bitch, I was slap the shit. No, I feel that though. I feel I understand where that comes from because w- same situation growing up, you know yeah. what I mean? Not 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 the richest neighborhoods or whatever. Um, but you know, like even when we came out here, I think we had a very militant mm-hmm. mindset. It was like, yo, we coming out here and we not to be fucked with. We gotta stick together strong. Don't let anybody rip this apart. You know, let's 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 go hard. Because people know what told I mean? people literally told us before we came we were breaking up. God damn. Yeah. yeah. There's like, oh oh five, six of y'all, oh y'all breaking up. And like, then as soon as y'all come out here, y'all gonna break up. So we were like on a mission to like prove everybody wrong. Yeah. And then you feed into, and, and then you hear, you know, the Hollywood stereotypes, of course, you know, that these fake ass Hollywood people, blah, 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 blah. You know, the industry, you know, rip you apart, chew you out, chew you out, rip you apart. Something chew like you that. up, spit you out. Chew, yeah. chew you up, spit you out. <laughs> I think like that's that. how you eat food or some shit like right, that. Right, right. I'm just hungry. <laughs> um, nah, but uh, yeah, so we came out here with a very militant mindset but it wasn't until after time it was like yo this isn't helping anybody this isn't yeah. really contribute we're, we're we're putting ourselves on an island you yeah. know what i mean instead yeah. of you know uh being a part of this community and giving back and, and right. receiving yeah. the benefits because it's nothing it's not 
there's nothing but benefits that can happen from right. this. Maybe some people could piss you off or whatever, or, or but I don't pay attention enough to that shit anyway. So yeah, and I think that's a the the right attitude to have. You know, yeah, my yeah, attitude just is like, fuck it. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, my <laughs> attitude is fucking that terrible yeah. because at least it's authentic and you yeah. know it. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? You're, that, you're, you're honest with it. I think that's what people understand about me too. It's like if I if I fuck with somebody, I yeah. fuck with them hard to the day I fucking I die. <laughs> you know what I mean? That's but if I, I hate you, I will hate you to the day I fucking die. But I really don't dislike that many people. I say there's like maybe like 2% of people that I meet that are like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But if I dislike somebody, it's very, very fucking apparent. Is, like, it, is it the sign shit? I don't know. I, I don't know if I believe in signs. But the, nah, the, it's, the, not, it's not sign shit. It's just how somebody, they're fucking chancy ass motherfucker. That's what it is. Like, <laughs> fucking, you know what I mean? Because there's, yeah. like, there's like cats that I always give shit to. Um, and they're not really like terrible human beings but it's just who they are how they behave what they talk about they're in the youtube space too Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and it's funny because one of my friends too uh met up with them and they asked straight up they go yo why does david hate you hate me so much because why does david hate me and how he explained to them was like it's not that he hates you like he honestly doesn't think about you he just doesn't fuck with you like you're everything you do is just it's not Not who he he is as a person right so and it's and it's like you got to stop talking about it because the more you talk about it the more funny it is to him Mm -hmm. so it just so like because you have to understand like david finds things everything hilarious so the more you think about it the more he's gonna make fun of it because of how how much it affects you yeah that's so, hilarious. Probably, you know, they probably just like you that much, though. They just, they <laughs> That's the part where approval. I feel bad now. You yeah, know, it's yeah. like I was like, God, fuck. Maybe this person really does fuck with me, but I just hate their guts. Yeah. You know, <laughs> and because I actually met this person back in the day when yeah. we when we first started doing YouTube, and he said something to me that irritated the fuck out of me because I saw his content and I mm. thought it was hot garbage. Still think it is today, and. You know, he was like, yo, you and I were the same person. I was like, okay, now I hate this guy. Okay. Okay, so that was what did it, though. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? See, see, that's coming out of love. He, lo- he loves you. He literally loves you. He's telling you, I love you. And, you're like, and then he comes to me, why does he hate me? <laughs> he loves you. But it's so funny because... It's not even me that just feels this. There's yeah. like I can name like 30 people that hate this motherfucker's guts, mm. and he doesn't realize like how off-putting he is as a mm. as a human being. I feel like so, I know who you're talking. About. <laughs> it's like a person that has stank breath, but just, yeah. just don't like they don't know right. it. You know what I mean? So like, I don't. I don't. I only talk about him when I want to joke about him a lot. You know, just because he always comes comes up in conversation, and the, how he comes up in conversation is by somebody telling me something bad about him. Mm-hmm. So it just keeps Jesus building Christ. this bad image of him. Where I'm just yeah. like, ah, oh, whatever, he's good, right? And yeah. then somebody will come and say, hey, do you know this guy? I'm like, what happened now? <laughs> and they tell me this terrible story. I'm like, D- how many people can you piss off? Right. Yeah. So it's like, and it's it's when I look at the the scope of this human being. Oh God, I really wish I could the say his name. Scope of this human. Being. The, it's like he's he's doing things in his mind that he thinks is okay, but it's not. So yeah, he's yeah. A, he's socially fucked, right? So how he uses people and he doesn't understand that yeah. how he has always has an agenda when he talks to somebody. It's it's just very obnoxious, right? I feel mm. like I know exactly who you're talking about. You probably you, you probably don't, but I'm kind of curious who you. Who hey, you're, right. I want to know who he's talking about, but we'll we'll, find we'll, we'll talk about that after the podcast. Can I text it to you? Just say yes. <laughs> oh, I'm, 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 I'm writing on my phone. I'm writing on my phone. Put me in yes. the thread. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm just gonna write it. I want to see this shit. They can't see me, right? No, they cannot. But this is. I feel like I'm in high school. This is just tight. Text me that shit. <laughs> I'm so curious, but yeah, when sometimes you just don't fuck with people, you just don't really fuck with them. Should man. pull out a flip phone right now. Oh, that shit would the fucking Motorola Razor and shit. Oh like, my god! Oh man, I wish, man. Yeah, but that was that was the that's like one of those life lessons that I really do appreciate. I think a lot of people should learn from. It's like. Yeah. <laughs> 
Yeah. No, but he, oh, he is one of oh, them. Oh, okay, okay, okay. <laughs> uh, well, it, it's yeah, I, got, I, got, I got stories, man. I would I would say this, but I cannot. But only because it's, it's it's petty to mention the story on 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 uh, this space because it's none of you know everybody else's business. Yeah, 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 yeah. But I'll I got stories, but yeah, yes, yes. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I, I'm definitely learning to just really start just putting my 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 fucking terrible sensibilities aside and just yeah. work with people because they do have talent. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. Just just because you don't like what they do per se. Like here here's a great example. Um, uh, people who create different content I always work with because I like them as people is uh, this group called Wong Fu. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, I, I'm subscribed to them. Right? Oh, yeah. So like them, like their content is way different from mine. Mm-hmm. So fucking different. It's and different. albeit like my shit's, I, I, I consider theirs like very nice, clean cut and my shit's fucking trash. <laughs> and so. It's beautiful when, trash. Yeah. So when I, when I go on their platform, I understand like, Yo, I don't really like a lot of their stuff because it's not who I am as a person, yeah. but because I like them and the stuff that they're doing and the message that they're portraying, yeah. especially for like for me as uh, like Asian American filmmakers, I'm just going to fuck with everything that they're doing. Yeah. You know, I don't like a lot of their stuff. Yeah. Just because I'm not into like rom-com shit, yeah, you know. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. to me when I look at their stuff, I'm like, "Ah, this is fucking corny." But at the same time, I appreciate who they are as people and I Support like what they do. People. So no matter what, if they po- post a movie, a film, they ask me to be in something, I'm going to do it because I, I like them as a as a person and yeah. what they're doing. Yeah. 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 I think it's and, about that. and I'm sure they appreciate that much more than, you know. Yeah, for sure. And you know, so. you know, I'm pretty sure they know this, but when I first came out, I saw their stuff, I was like, "That shit fucking whack." <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? And that, I think we were in like one of their video like one of these viral videos where we held some oh, like God, Asian, that's what like, that was some anime <laughs> puppet dolls or some shit it was like a one shot music video thing yeah 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 it was it was cool though i mean it was cool oh, yeah, I, yeah, like yeah. it was a creative like you know set piece that was them though. using their diversity cards like we need to get yeah, one yeah, black person need, here <laughs> yeah. you want, they got six at the time right. <laughs> yo you want to talk about a group of asian people that don't know a single black person that's, that's hilarious, <laughs> yo. hilarious it's funny because we'll, we'll we'll see there's like certain Asian YouTubers, you could tell they only kicked it with Asian people their whole fucking life. Yeah. So when it comes to anything black topic wise, they need to get a black person in a video. They're fucking fresh out. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I don't know who. Yeah. Like, and they would is, they would find the most light skinned black person I've ever seen in my life. Hilarious. And I'm like, I would think that's easy. I guess. I guess. I don't know, man. We sometimes we have a problem finding white people. I, know. <laughs> <laughs> really I mean, it's just like you and know, you would think that's easy, right? right exactly. Of course, just that was hard. walk a, outside. A buddy of mine hit me up for this uh, film project that he has. He goes, "I need a, a funny white person to be in the sketch." And I was like, "I got you." Went through my phone. Not a single white person. I was yeah. like, oh, shit. Yeah, yeah, I don't yeah. know white people. And uh, I had one guy, and he couldn't use him. So yeah. it was like, oh, shit. Like, I, Do you feel bad about that? Because I, I kind of sometimes feel like I don't have enough white people. I feel like that's why sometimes I'm not hungry. <laughs> <laughs> See, but I have business side white people, sure. But just even white people as friends. You know, that's just, what I'm saying, though. I mean, you got to be friends with them to get money with them. <laughs> <laughs> I guess. Yeah, I, I mean... It's it's weird. I think it's just some shit that I we didn't really grow up with. Yeah. So I didn't grow up around a lot of white people. So yeah. I'm not gonna have a lot of white people friends. And also too, like when I went to college, that was actually hard for me because that was the. I mean, Sacramento does have a lot of white people. Just where I grew up, there just wasn't a lot of white people. Yeah. So there was the the hardest thing was was when I went to college for the first time. I was like, damn, I don't understand white people humor at all. Mm. It's different. Mm-hmm. It's it is fucking. It is. 
different. It was so it's slower sometimes, like just yeah, and it's very uh, there's a lot of dry. Uh, dry sarcasm and yeah, shit, and yeah, I just yeah. couldn't pick up on it. Yeah. And I feel like sometimes the stuff that I would say would come off as really crass mm. and rude because it was it was the clowning nature that I grew up in, right? And uh, I just couldn't really vibe with it at all. Did you ever watch any white TV shows growing up? Yeah, like I watched in terms like, of, like comedies. Uh, I watched uh, comedies. Oh shit! Uh, like King of Queens. Yeah. Okay. You know, I watched uh, Friends later on. Okay. And so I think watching those shows, and the reason why I started watching those shows was number one, Friends was just really popular, Mm -hmm. and I started really liking it uh, when I when I was like eighteen, and then uh, King of Queens was because I I saw Kevin James's stand up, Mm. and Ah. then I wanted to watch a show, and his show is just his stand up. Yeah, essentially. So that was my interest. But he's still a comic though. He's Mm -hmm. not like the typical white American. Yeah. You know, Mm -hmm. and. uh, but Roseanne, have you ever seen? Her? Oh, Roseanne was fucking. Roseanne funny, was a game changer to me. Oh, for because, sure. Because I mean, I feel like most black people say this, but I didn't know like poor white people like that too much. Oh in yeah, my yeah, neighborhood. yeah. So like, I just saw, you know. So when I saw Roseanne, I was like, oh shit, they live kind of like us. <laughs> like I see, I, oh, they I, struggle. I, I was like, oh shit, they're struggling. Um, but yeah, that show is fucking funny as hell. Oh, man. it is. She is so funny, man. She's crazy. She's crazy as fuck. She's but, fucking crazy, man. I mean, what comedian is it? I mean, most comics. That's are. true. Look, I'll, you want to fucking punch other YouTubers? Like, <laughs> There's a, you know, my my favorite sitcom of all time was actually the Cosby Show. Like the Cosby oh, Show yeah. was something I grew up since I was a little fucking kid, mm-hmm. yeah, and yeah. I had the biggest fucking crush on Denise. Oh, <laughs> oh yeah, we God, all who did. Didn't? Oh my God. God, Denise was uh, what's her name, right? Zoe, Zoe. Zoe. Zoe's mom. Zoe's mom. <laughs> Zoe Kravitz's mom. Yeah. Uh, she's. I, I remember watching that show, and I think like the the first episode was the most refreshing because it was. Um, and I watched it later on as an adult and it got funnier yeah. because it was just essentially Bill Cosby stand up. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so when uh, Theo was in his room and he was telling his dad this whole it was, I call it the 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 white sitcom speech. Mm-hmm. And he goes, Dad, why can't you just accept me for who I am? <laughs> and he goes, That's the dumbest <laughs> He broke that completely. I love right. that. Because that was such a stereo right. like a you right. know, a right. cliche to use. And I think just... that was the pilot episode. Yeah, mm-hmm. I think it was with the bat, right? Because yeah, yeah, he even yeah. picked it up. Nah, I ain't yeah. it. <laughs> I like, it was yeah. fucking yeah. funny. Man, and, amazing, and that man. show gets funnier as as an adult when I watched it again, yeah. and I was like, "Damn, this shit is fucking hilarious!" Hilarious, man, and, and it really molded my perception of of what I wanted in life too, right? Because mm, how so? well, because that show had a very powerful woman mm. that was his partner that mm-hmm. arguably was probably more successful than he was. Mm-hmm. She was a partner at a fucking Lawyer, law yeah. firm, right? Mm-hmm. And I know he owned his own practice, but she was she was everything that you wanted in mm-hmm. a woman. That I so like for me, I think. I, I kind of attribute what I like in women to fucking Mrs. Cosby. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> you know, like somebody who is opinionated, that challenges me all the time. And because I watched that show religiously because I didn't have wow, cable. Wow, that's amazing. Yeah, I didn't, watch, I didn't have cable. So I, all I had was public television. Right. And the Cosby show was always same, fucking. Same thing. Uh, it was just repeats mm-hmm. of that all the time. Yeah. I love that show. And I didn't, think, I, didn't, I didn't really think much of it growing up that it was, it was weird to watch two very strong, like, black figures uh, that had a great family life, yeah. you know, that wasn't doing like hood comedy. Yeah. You, you know what I mean? You didn't think of it like that. You just no. watched it. Yeah. It was just a really fucking funny ass show. Yeah. The funny, yeah, just an entertaining family. Then he had to go to and start it. raping and shit. I was like, fuck, man. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Those kids don't want to ra- ride that lap anymore. I defend. <laughs> Remember that episode? Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Like, <laughs> so Those fun. kids don't want to ride that lap anymore. Yo, I, I, I remember <laughs> I defended the fuck out of Cosby when that first the first allegations came out. Oh, I was like, man. there's no. Fucking way, and then Witness seventy six came out, and I was like, hmm, mm, seventy six. I was like, maybe, <laughs> maybe. <laughs> I'm not sure, but maybe. I just think, I just think he's been doing it. It's just like they just 
wanted to shut him down. So I was like, all right, let's bring it out. Yeah. I mean, there there's stories that I hear from a lot of people about him, even prior to all the stuff coming out, mm-hmm. that I just the reason why I feel like I ignored it was because it just didn't seem real, you mm-hmm. know, and I felt like it was hearsay. And yeah. you don't want to condemn somebody based on hearsay. Right, right. Because a lot of people could just start talking shit and make you look bad just because they don't yeah. like you as a person. Yeah, yeah. So I heard this story where there was a makeup artist who um Basically, the makeup artist uh, told the story about Cosby coming up and groping her, and he verbatim said, "I can do this because there's nothing you can do about it." Jeez. And and then you know she would wow. talk. She would talk about this story, and like it happened yesterday. And she fucking hates him. Shit. Fucking hates him. And so and I heard this through somebody else. So it be, it's hearsay for me. So um, I I, I have, we have a similar story. This is not any rape story or anything, but this is just a funny-ass story. <laughs> uh, we were in the middle of pitching at somewhere, Comedy Central. We are working with another writer at the time, this older gentleman. Mm. And uh, he was a writer that worked with Bill Cosby. So he told us this story one time. He went into, I think it was his first time meeting Bill Cosby. He went to his house. He said, this guy has leather floors. It's heated. And he walked in. You got to take off your shoes. He said he walked into his office. He said, oh, Mr. Cosby, nice to meet you. He said, oh, nice to meet you. And so he started pitching him this, like, animation type thing and he tried to explain a reference from the Incredibles like oh it's like the Incredibles and Bill Cosby looked at him and said son I haven't seen a movie since 1975 because he's blind he was completely (laughs) he said I haven't seen a movie since 1975 and here this man is trying to explain the Incredibles to an animation I was dying, and, and we bust out during the laughing during the pitch meeting, and all the white executives like, oh, so. oh shit, <laughs> yo, I I, I kind of cracked up because when uh you know when Cosby went to jail and shit, I heard the first day somebody threw Jello pudding at his face. <laughs> <laughs> yo, I was, oh my god, and I know that was dying. supposed to be a sad article, but I was dying. I was like, Jesus that means Christ. these motherfuckers knew he was coming to prison, and they're like, I got this Jello pudding, I got this. and I gotta do something with this. Do you think that's like a payback for how Bill Cosby treated Eddie Murphy? And I I'll, think it's payback how he treated those women. <laughs> Why, would him, <laughs> Why would Eddie Murphy give a fuck? <laughs> no, I'm saying like it's like karma for his career. Because my thing is, I feel like a lot of these guys, every a lot of these people, men with power, anybody with power has done some fucked up shit that you could call them on they can. at any time. Probably. Yeah. Oh, yeah, of course. But I feel like, you know, I don't know. I feel like your karma kind of does come back to you a little bit. And how you treat people is how you get treated in the end. I didn't even know he know, mistreated uh, Eddie Murphy. Yeah, he tre- he mistreated. He uh, told pretty much told Eddie Murphy to stop doing what he was doing. Because he, 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 he didn't like him too, cursing. He thought it's too vulgar. And he said, if you ain't got nothing to say, don't, don't, don't go on stage. And this is back in the day, like when Eddie just was starting to stand up and stuff. Yeah, so oh, like when he was starting to get hot. And uh, Eddie so like, you could have killed the whole that, that whole career and everybody that he Eddie Murphy burst off of just you know saying yeah. something like that. And he was all like that uh, uh, towards a lot of comics who weren't clean necessarily. He was that, like that towards a lot of black people. It was always black, that pick yeah. up your pants shit like yeah. that. We got to do better. Like fuck out of here. Dog. What are you talking about? <laughs> What's Bill? wrong with him? It's old, old, just old, old and powerful. Yeah. When you, I feel like when you get money at a certain age, you you stop growing at that age for some people. <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> I got money at twenty five. I'm not going to think anything else. Yeah. Like this obviously worked. What I thought. Maybe so. he would. Maybe he misinterpreted what Bill Cosby was saying. Maybe he was like, if you got nothing nice to say, just rape. Maybe that's what he was going to say. This fucking crazy ass motherfucker. I mean, he comes from them. Like, I mean, he used to talk about it in stand up, the Spanish fly and all this shit that mm-hmm. they put in drinks. I mean, all them, the 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 Rat Pack days. Yeah, uh, yeah. Those guys were probably yeah. raping women. 
left and right. The yeah. Nobody of... knew any better. Fucking Elvis Presley's wife was like fourteen or fourteen. 13. Yeah, something, mm-hmm. something like that. Yeah, that's, cancel Elvis Presley too, then motherfucker. <laughs> you ain't canceling Michael Jackson. I'm sorry. <laughs> Yo, Man. let him touch a little kids. It's I feel okay. so. I feel so bad. You know, I feel okay for saying this now because R. Kelly is in jail now. So is he right? isn't he in jail? I don't, I, don't, I, don't, I don't know. What the fuck who called me? No, but it, I thought he was in jail now. I don't know. I, I, they did arrest him again, but I don't know if it's like finite. Oh, well, I'm listening to his music again, so oh, I'm, okay. I'm completely fine with that. It's fun. I was, <laughs> like, people have a problem. I don't give a fuck, man. Yeah. Like, the artist, do you, do you rep- associate the, can you separate the artist from his art? I think I can. I think I could do it. So let's say if it was fresh, I'd be like, damn, R. Kelly, I might not listen to you for a little bit because of right. how I feel. But then the moment Step in the Love comes off, it's game <laughs> over. Like, I want to say I want to support those songs, like those feel-good songs that don't have nothing to do with sex. Yeah. But I feel like even when you do that, you're just supporting his cause, his habit. Yeah, that, that's. I guess that's the. Hard. If he did it, he's gonna go to jail. Like that's not my priority to stop his music. Like no. I, I'm just enjoying music that was put out into the world. Once it's put out into the world, it's basically not yours anymore. I mean, he's making money off of it, but he's still making money off. I mean, but I don't know. I don't know. I, 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 I feel a way. I, I, I'm usually the type that say I don't give a fuck. But when I hear some of those lyrics, I'm just like, that's a that's a kid he talking about. Oh, <laughs> now, now, okay. Some of the songs, yes, I do agree. Well, like, all the songs that are about sex, obviously, because he only all likes, the songs well, are about only kids, likes man. Girls. He says I only like young. He said I like young girls. Nah, man, <laughs> y'all don't see nothing wrong with a little bump of grind. That's not nothing. Does he say thirteen in the background? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. he had that interview that cracked me the fuck with up. Gail? Yeah. Oh my oh, god. Yes, that was man. the interview of the century. He, he lost it. He is a fucking maniac. I was like, yo, keep your shit. Together. I was like, what? Uh, when when I saw the interview, I was like, what can he say? that's gonna change people's minds right now yeah, i was like yeah. he can only make it worse and yeah. when i started watching just how emotional he was i was like he had the, he has the emotions of a teenager you yes. know how like teenagers get when they're back into a corner like this is my life <laughs> i was I like you. i, I like, ain't out nobody <laughs> Yo, that's me serious but and everything he said i'm like nah that doesn't make sense that like, was only a pre because if you see his even older interviews yeah. where he was like I, I forgot what it was in the, the docuseries one, the, are you are you talking about the one where he was like, uh, do you like teenage girls? And he said, when you say oh, yeah. teenage, what you mean? How, how old you talking? How old you talking? Like, Yo, his PR person was like, <gasps> no, all his she PR shot herself in the head. All his PR should never work again in this industry. <laughs> Yo, man. like either that or like you committing a career suicide working with R. Kelly. Yeah. It's like who wants to work with you after you do it? you 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 you, you do did you that? Like teenage. Girls, uh, how old is a teenager? <laughs> I was like, that is the wrong fucking answer. Wrong, that wrong is answer. The wrong fucking. Wrong. Did you see what happened with his lawyer? Nah. The, they asked his lawyer. I guess his lawyer went on the news or whatever. Like, oh, I, you know, this is a job. I have a. And as of all accounts, R. Kelly not guilty. The, the interviewer asked him, uh, "Would you leave your your child with R. Kelly?" He said, "No, hell no." <laughs> Wait. This is his lawyer, <laughs> and, he, and he had to back away from the case. This fucking went on the news, and he couldn't. He couldn't say it. I mean, honestly, who's going to say yes? I'll leave my child right. with our Kelly. You can't just. You just can't honestly say that. that you won't. You're. You're. Even if it's just uh, uh, an accusation, right. I don't give a fuck. I'm not leaving. Yo, my kid. that that documentary was literally a documentary about the worst human beings on earth because everybody fucking knew, and yeah. they just let it go. Yeah. I was like, and they were trying to make it sound like they were victims. I was yeah. like, you ain't a victim, bro. You knew he was raping right. people, and you were. 
were just like, that's it. That's You're Kelly. Eating. Yeah. <laughs> it's it's, it's crazy. If people, I think, when they're doing bad shit, if they get away with it for long enough, it just becomes like normal. Well, the thing it's is, like, I feel oh, like this it, is what it, it, I, I didn't see it. You always justify it. You've been justifying it from the beginning. Probably. Yeah. Right. I mean, even if you felt a hint of, oh, this feels weird. Yeah. yeah. But then somebody smooth talks you or you're just weak you know you, you're not you know and and then you just go on about the day they said this fool would be patrolling around like junior highs and shit it's <laughs> like yo no no he would go to mcdonald's <laughs> and pick up little junior high school girls and talk to them there this is like and when he got out of jail he went back to the mcdonald's <laughs> Like yo, you can't. You see how hard it is to write sketches nowadays. That's what I like yeah. you can't write this. He already shit. did it. He already did he's it. He's already it. doing it. Trump's already doing it. He's doing it. Like you can't write better than this these guys. This sounds like a fucking are. roast. That's what it sounds like. It's like <laughs> how the fuck? How do you just? How, I can't even write shit like this, man. <laughs> it's so fucking right. funny. Like who patrols a fucking McDonald's, dude? Bro, like what human being does that shit? <laughs> Did you guys you guys also watch that Michael Jackson shit though, right? I, I the, watched the first ten minutes and I turned it off. You know the, the newest one, right? Because yeah. there's like But I watched the whole interview with Oprah. Mm. Oprah interviewed them right after the, the documentary oh, came I out. I did see that though, the, with the guys. Yeah. Right? And that made me because at first when I first watched it, the first ten minutes, I was like, I'm turning this off. This is bullshit. One, because I felt like they were fantasizing about their accuser. Yeah. It was almost like when he came into the room, it's like there was a glow behind him. And I'm like, this, wait, is this the guy you talking about? That's, you going to tell me just that raped you? Like, I don't care how good I thought a person was. If you rape me, coming on that, that documentary, fuck this nigga. <laughs> when I see him again, it's, it's a wrap. Like, first time I met him, yeah, he looked cool, but fuck him. Like, you know, I don't care. Like, my emotions are going to be what it is. So yeah, I, I felt kind of turned off. I felt like they were just like trying to come up off of it. The the funny thing was like, fuck, sometimes like when I watch these things and I know I'm supposed to be sad, I'm like, damn, I must be really fucked in the head because I laughed throughout the whole <laughs> yeah, docuseries. Most of it. I did too. I, no, I did. No, a lot of it was There was a, a part was I was in tears laughing because it was Wade <laughs> Robinson talking about, he said, Michael Jackson, he made me go into a corner, spread my butt cheeks and he started masturbating. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, hold on a second, bro. You're telling me he yeah. had you go to a, a corner, which is very specific. Yeah. Spread your butt cheeks. He didn't touch you, but he was just like, that's what I like. And he just started jacking yeah. off on the spot. I'm like, this is some weird bro, shit. I, I kind of feel like for guys, like, molestation has, like, a shelf life for you. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Like, you, you, at some point, you just got to walk that shit off after. If you 35, it happened when you were, you know, five. You just, just it's, hey, it's man. done, man. Hey, man. Male, you are stronger now. You're better now. Male Move rape on. affects males. This Rape affects males the same way, man. Man, fuck that, man. <laughs> that. I had a dude, like, he tried to. He tried to rape you? He, no, he ain't trying to rape me. He was like, I was like five or four years old, and we had a bunch of kids over at my uh, apartment or something. I don't know what was going on. I forgot, but there was an older kid there, and he kept talking about sex, and I didn't know what sex was at the time, but he, I remember him pulling out his dick and asking kids to touch it. What the fuck? Yeah, when I was like, this, I was like five years old, yeah. and, and I just remember seeing that, and 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 some of the kids would go and touch it, and then I remember running back downstairs and telling my mom that they're having sexy upstairs. Sexy. What? The That's how fuck? like adolescent I was. I was like, Whoa. They're having sexy upstairs. Who, who was? Who and was then the I dude? I never saw that kid again. I don't. I don't know. I don't even. Remember, I remember it was like. We just had a bunch of kids in our neighborhood over. I don't know if it was we were playing games or something, or there was like a function there. I don't know. I don't even remember. But 
It was Marcus Houston. That's what it was. No, I'm kidding. Motherfucker, <laughs> walk that shit off, man. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny. Now, obviously, I can't compare that to getting your butthole touched, but, yeah. you know. I feel like you just have a stronger mental fortitude than other people do, man. Because well, you're a comedian. I, I'll be real, though. Like, yeah. I feel like I would be more like you, though. Because there's, like, a lot of fucked up shit that happened to me as a kid that I just kind of walked off. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You know, but that could also be because I had very good parents, too. So yeah. they kind of helped me out in that type of sense yeah. as well. But definitely there is to this thing where... If a guy gets raped, they usually keep it fucking quiet. They yeah, they do. Yeah, they, it is fucked cause, up. Because if somebody fucked me in the ass, I'm keeping that to the fucking grave. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Right? You, you, know? you just gotta go down with it. Because you would just, I would just be on this podcast, and you guys are talking about how fucked up rape is, yeah. and I would just, I would agree with you, and I'd just be <laughs> yeah. sweating throughout the whole thing. <laughs> <laughs> like my, my shirt be turning to a navy, dark navy blue. Laughing so fucking hard. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, that's funny. Yeah. <laughs> that, that's the hard part for dudes, right? Because yeah. like, um, I mean, it's it's difficult for everybody. Yeah, but, Chappelle has that joke. Then you remember yeah, he says that? If, if seven guys came forward, that means a million guys got raped. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> like so it's, you it's just gotta walk thing. that shit off. It feels like you lost. You know, it's yeah. like yeah. how did I let this? It's like he lost a fight. Like how did I let this happen? And then there's the thing is you don't think anybody's gonna care either. Then there's if, that. if you're if you know just being a guy, yeah. you're automatically put in the power position. This is right. weird thing. Assumed. I don't know how this conversation came about before, yeah. but somebody asked. It was a uh, oh, it was on this podcast. They go, would you rather suck a dick or get fucked in the ass oh if you God. had one choice? If you were in prison and then man you know, that those was are like, options i don't like to answer right that's now. i'm just gonna end up dying because i got fight right. we just got fight bro like Yo, I, there, so we had a, i had a buddy who went to he wasn't gonna get raped or anything like that but there's like options in prison where because i've never been to jail i don't know yeah. what that's like i just know for a fact that if i do go to jail i'm fucked like i'm <laughs> i'm soft i'm soft I'm, I'm i'm hard out in this world right I get, to, I get to run away if right. i want to i'll talk all that shit yeah but that's depending on the size of the human being that's yeah. <laughs> you know but in prison it's a different type of thing but he said that he the moment he stepped in he goes there's a couple of things that you have to do number one you have to join a group or you're fucked you're just fucked and it's it's a race thing but this is my thing with this man like how old are these rules because i feel like jail probably has progressed since then i don't know i see dudes it's on jail, instagram man. with tvs in their jails like guys in jail with phones tvs like life i'm not saying jail is no fucking camp anawana but i'm just saying yeah. like you know i don't know if the same rules apply people change like just the society yeah of jail. I, mean, I, I mean you get shit uh, what's it called <laughs> snuck in through the fucking ass or whatever a secure Snuck in through the ass or, or like the fucking like well my friend said when he went to jail like he you basically pay the security guards or whatever or the fucking what do you call them the uh, heels or whatever yeah. or whatever yeah. and they get paid through family members and they sneak you in a fucking cell phone mm. and that, that's how you get your mm. shit and that's how he got his cell phone because i saw his picture pop up on facebook when he was in jail <laughs> i was like so so prisoners aren't just allowed to have absolutely not that's not supposed to happen right. okay so uh yeah. tvs how about tvs well it depends Sound on the type probably. of jail that you go yeah. to right yeah. so there's like there's like satellite jails so yeah, satellite yeah. jails are for people who, number one, it depends on what their sentence is, right? So I have a friend who's in a satellite jail right now okay. because she snuck in like, I don't know, like 50 or 70 pounds of cocaine or some shit like that. God damn. So she, in her ass? No. Oh. <laughs> she was just walking around really large. <laughs> and like, what the fuck is wrong with you? Yeah. But uh, she basically got caught. Tr uh, transporting shit so she was a drug mule you gotcha. know and so what they do is they get a lot of young people to do this for them because they'll have to take the rap for them how old was she she uh, i was dating her at the time she was like 20 oh, yeah I, I made great choices uh, <laughs> she's uh she's tw she was 22 or 23 at the time and um she basically got caught 
on the way and they were they were monitoring her and tracking her the whole time and so she's in a satellite jail right now because number one she did community service she did all this stuff it was mm-hmm. like her first defense okay. and in the satellite jail is basically how I see it as that she might she might argue with me on this after she gets out but it's like it's like jail college campus right ah, so you got yeah. rec time you got TV you know it's yeah, a lot more yeah. comfortable and you and you develop skills after you come out of jail mm-hmm. okay. right so there's satellite jails like that and, and there's also white collar jails and blue collar jails right so mm-hmm. white collar jails are people who do like stock market shit mm-hmm. right and that's like the TV shit that you're talking about. Mm. I call it Martha Stewart jail. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, but prison prison is still prison. Prison. Mm-hmm. Fucking prison. Because my, my my uncle was, uh, he was an educator in Folsom Prison, one of the most scariest jails in the United States. Mm. And so it's still real out there. So yeah, it's, yeah. It's, it's fucking crazy. So when, when my buddy went to jail, he said that he had to join a quote unquote gang, which is just Asian people. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And even then when he was there and that was his safe zone, Within that year, they were training him to fight one of the other new inmates. It's just for fun, like cockfighting mm-hmm, and shit. Mm-hmm. So you're just like a little pussy and a bitch in jail. So could you imagine what happens to people who are uh, like child molesters? So mm-hmm. there's like a there's like a hierarchy. Child molesters are the lowest of the low because people in jail have kids. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so when you're in there, if you're a child molester, you're pretty much fucked. Yeah. Like you, you're basically fending for your life yeah. at that point every fucking day. Yeah. And you might as well just be in solitary confinement because somebody's just going to come out and kill you. Yeah. So and then, then the highest people up top are uh, cop killers. Ah, uh, mm. they're like the most. Yeah, they're like the most because they're yeah, you know, yeah. they fucking killed whatever right, pigs right, or whatever. Killed the man. So that hierarchy is so fucking crazy in prison. I just know for a fact for me, can't survive. If I'm yeah, going to jail, yeah. just kill me. Yeah, <laughs> if I'm going to jail, just kill. Me. <laughs> yeah, I'm soft. There is this weird phobia of jail, even within our weird. group. I mean, I'm just saying, like, <laughs> it's real. Don't you feel like? I mean, it is real because of our, you know, who we are and shit. our skin color on top of your skin color too. I mean, well, where yeah. where you're from too. Yeah, but. You know, I just I feel like there's a phobia amongst a lot of people to, that like, oh, I don't want to go to jail. When I don't know if that should be on the top of our mind. That's the thing; it shouldn't. But it's it is, it a, it's is. a realistic fear that is uh, ingrained and constantly re- we're reminded of. It's yeah. like even with little shit like driving. Like I'm always oh like, man, when you get pulled over, oh, scary shit. I, I it's Sweat. one of my I don't even like like my I was with my girlfriend. My girlfriend was over at the house the other night. She was like, let's go walk. It was like nine at night. I was like, I don't walk at night. I was like, mm. I don't walk in my neighborhood at night. <laughs> it's like it's not it's like it's not even because what I'm good. I'm not going to do anything. Yeah, but yeah. If something happens in this neighborhood, you might be billing for and it. And they're looking for somebody. Right, right. And I'm and there's a black guy walking. What do you think they're gonna do? First one. See, yeah. That's fucking. See, that's tragic. the shit. That's the shit I be thinking of. It's like I'm gonna mind my business and walk and just be my do my thing. But someone's gonna something's gonna happen. Police are gonna be looking for somebody, and I'm gonna be walking, and it's gonna be like I don't think it's gonna end well. <laughs> Yeah, Sir, for sure. a woman was raped. Uh, see, <laughs> as soon as they say that, you're automatically. I'm just going to be saying. like, all right, man, let's just talk about that. Right. <laughs> right. That's the way we need to start off with. I didn't do shit. When I when That's I get pulled over, shit, I get I get super nervous, and sometimes like it's funny because I think you know my parents own a black beauty supply store. I grew up in a predominantly black neighborhood. Mm. I forget that I'm not black. <laughs> so yeah, like yeah. I get pulled over, and I'm like I'm like teetering in between that line of not white and not black. I'm like. Can I say some shit to this cop and get away with it? <laughs> and I'm like, I might be able to, but I'm not going to test this shit out. You know? I just gotta because we're in like this weird medium, right? Yeah. So it's like uh, you are somebody who is ethnic or color, but the way like white people look at Asian people versus how they look at black people are two completely different mm-hmm. things. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. it's like this weird space that I'm in because when I grew up. Sacramento was such an odd thing because I always felt like I didn't know where I belonged, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So it was I I went to like a predominantly black church growing up uh, when I was like fifteen and beyond. Mm-hmm. And before that, I went to an only Korean church, mm-hmm. and then my parents owned a black beauty supply store. Uh, my best friend is black, mm-hmm. but I'm still ethnically Korean because I wasn't born here. And there was this weird part where I had this store, 
and people didn't understand who I was or where I stood on a lot of these topics or issues, right? Mm-hmm. So it would be this weird part where it's like, you're an Asian dude, you own a store in a mainly black neighborhood, and you're rich. But they didn't know. We were poor as fuck. Mm-hmm. And so it, it, it created this weird distance, mm-hmm. right? Because I was poor. They were poor. Mm-hmm. We're all poor. But they just see the Asian business owner, yeah. and they go, oh, you're fucking over your cake enough our fucking right. pe- people. And I'm like... Y'all don't even know. You arguably probably have more money than me because right. my parents, being Asian American, they're too proud to even take government assistance. Mm-hmm. So we just had to just strap our fucking uh, our boots and just fucking deal yeah. with that shit. And so it was such a weird spot for me as a kid because um, I just didn't know where I belong. It's like mm-hmm. I'm fucking hated here and I'm hated here mm-hmm, too. So mm-hmm. it's like, what what am I gonna do at this fucking yeah. point, right? Yeah. And it caused a lot of like racial issues, yeah. especially after like the Latasha Harlan shit happened. You know when she was killed by that that Korean store owner when I was a mm-hmm. young kid. Yeah, right. And she she was just Did had you a make ra- a movie about that. Yeah, we yeah. we basically highlighted, it, and that was my whole experience in that film. Yeah. It's like where wow. do I really belong? So I wasn't. <clears throat> and then when I came out on YouTube, right, and you know when I speak. I don't hear a hood twang at all. Mm-hmm. I think I'm trying to talk as wide as possible, in my opinion. <laughs> but yeah. it's just in there somehow. Yeah, I don't know is. how to like completely take it out. It's not that I really care to, right? Yeah. Yeah. And the only reason why I did try to take it out was when I was trying to get jobs. I couldn't get hired mm-hmm. because they didn't want people to be in sales talking the way that I speak. Mm-hmm. And so when it, it became very apparent that people didn't like the way that I spoke. And even to, now you'll scroll through some comments and like, yeah. look at this Asian guy trying to sound like a black yeah. person. And I'm like, damn, this is where the what the where the what the fuck am I supposed to do then? You yeah. know, it shouldn't matter. Honestly, like I feel like Asian people and black people, man, we really like each other. Oh, yeah. like we have this weird cultural, right. like we take from each other mm-hmm. all the time. Like yeah. we love Asian tattoos. Well, so does everybody. Like like uh, some type. Yo, remember when? Uh, it was the hottest shit ever. Like every fucking black girl was wearing ch- the, the Chinese dresses and the fucking chopsticks in the hair, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. Nobody yeah. said shit. But yeah. the moment a white girl put it on, it was like, that's a fucking problem. <laughs> right. right. I it's remember real that. shit though, man. Like everybody grew up with Dragon Ball Z now. So everyone loves, falls yeah. in love with anime. We, I'm just saying like the culture is just like hip hop is big. Mm-hmm. Korea, oh my God. Yeah. Like, like K-pop is just like... It's 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 a monster. Yeah, yeah, it's it's a crazy monster, man. Like, but you could see the influence of hip hop. You could see. I always say you shit. could always like tell what cultures you fuck with depending on what you got your ass beat with, right? So it's Hilarious. like <laughs> it's Hilarious. like as much as stories that we would tell. Like my my friend would talk about stories about him get his ass beat. I was like, me too. I just got beat with a bamboo stick. Like it's just yeah. like <laughs> it's some different shit. Yeah. I got hit with a switch. I got hit with a bamboo stick. I feel like black people and Asian people they they used to just beat the fuck out of their kids. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That oh, was yeah. just the shit that would connect us all together. My oh, mom, yeah. my mom was all about hands, hands. Put Ooh. your hands out because she wouldn't want she wouldn't want to leave. You know, mm-hmm. scars everywhere. So just put your hands out, but she would tear them hands up. My mom grabbed a broom a couple times. My dad, my, I shouldn't even say this. Sent my dad to jail 35 years later. <laughs> uh, yo, I got a rolled up newspaper <laughs> and he beat me like a fucking dog. <laughs> he told you, goddammit. Yeah, I'll tell you my stories, dude. My dad once, so this is a funny ass story now, but it wasn't funny then. When I was a kid, uh, I used to get, I used to just, I was a fucking class clown, right? Yeah. So my dad, he would, uh, <laughs> I remember this day too. So her name was Miss Gilkinson. So she calls my dad to come after school. And then my dad, because, you know, we speak Korean and English. Mm-hmm. She would just be like, oh, your son's doing this and this. And my dad's like smiling and laughing. He goes, oh, I'm so sorry. And in Korean, he's saying to me, 
to my ear. He goes, when we go home, I'm going to fucking kill you. <laughs> and then, so she doesn't know why I'm crying because my dad's like the most yeah, pleasant yeah, human yeah, being yeah, on yeah, earth, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. And so he's just talking this mad shit to me. And I remember I go into, he goes, go into the house first. And he's just like fuming. And when mm. he's mad, he drives fucking fast. Yeah. So he was driving super fast to the house and his fists are all fucking clenched up. And I'm like, damn, he's going to beat my ass. And I just remember I walked into the house and it's just dark. He goes, go inside. He goes inside. And I literally go inside the house. And I'm going to the living room. I turn around and I a fucking office chair is flying at my head. Woo! He threw a fucking <laughs> office chair at my head. I'm eight That's years old. Dude, I, bah, hit me in the head. And he just started beating my fucking ass. And it's so funny when I look at it now. I'm like, damn, that that probably was child abuse. <laughs> you damn right. Definitely. He beat the shit yeah. out of me. He, he beat me so fucking hard once that my whole ass was purple and I couldn't go to school for a week. Dog, that some brutal shit yeah so but it happens it happens everywhere i feel like people normalize it more than we do more than we should probably yeah yeah i Mm. think i think this next generation of kids aren't we're not going to beat them as much as we got but but like for us though like comedians i feel like you gotta like that's what makes you funny yeah (laughs) that dark shit that that shit that happened in your life that you know might have been abusive some whatever your shit was like that makes you funny a lot of times like the shit people making fun of you while you're a kid you know being different yeah yeah, that's that that shit makes you funny yeah i feel like that's what makes comedians who they are they're they're flipping their pain in a way Mm. Yeah. yeah very very true yeah, that was that was the uh yeah, I don't know why. I don't look at that and I don't go like I hate my dad for it. I'm right. just like, damn, that shit was fucking crazy. Yeah. <laughs> are you your under- dad mad cool now? Like do you- oh, yeah. we're super cool. Yeah. 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 I understand. I was like, my mom just didn't didn't know. That's what right. that's what she knew. Right, yeah. right. Yeah. And she was trying her best to like she was probably scared that I was gonna turn out bad and the pressure's on her. Mm-hmm. To not to not raise a fucked up child, you know, and she's but, just a better version of her parents, right? Exactly. exactly. So she, to her, she's like, "I'm not giving you to as worse as my as my grandparents or my mom did." So yeah, your grandmother was probably a Nazi in the goddamn household. <laughs> like, can you imagine our parents' right. parents? Like, I know they used to get it. Oh, whipping. for sure. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, like probably in public in front of everybody, and it was okay. Like, oh yeah, there was nobody going to say stop. Your dad just pull out a gun on you. Uh, no. <laughs> and that was just now walk home. home. <laughs> Stop crying. Just give you one little band-aid on it. Right. <laughs> You'll be all right. Walk it off. There you fucking go. I remember one time my mom apologized for hitting me and it was like <gasps> She said sorry. I'll never forget that day. It was like one, <laughs> never one time I, I think I came home and a teacher said I was talking. Because that's that's the shit I used to do. Like talk in class. I ain't do nothing crazy. Yeah. And I was in the closet getting changed after that day. And my mom just came by and kicked the closet door and I fell. (laughs) And I think the way I fell and how kind of like sad I looked, she made her like the next day she was like, look, I'm sorry, you know. (laughs) I'm sorry, you know. But sometimes, you know, you have to stop talking in class. I was like, I know, mom. That's fucking crazy. My parents have never said sorry to yeah. me once in my fucking life. Man. A lot of parents never. Yeah. Never. I think my dad said sorry to me once. It's only because he fucked up on a phone number that I gave him. He was like, oh, sorry. And I was like, what? <laughs> What'd you say? I didn't even know he knew what that word meant. Right, right, right. right. And my mom, I have, a, I have a, a video recording of her telling me that she will never apologize. Because <laughs> she says it's not in her. She goes, I don't know how to do it. She goes, just know that when I'm quiet, it means I'm sorry. <laughs> That's hilarious. She goes, if I'm not saying shit, it's, I'm sorry. That's hilarious. Sometimes you just got to accept. Your parents are just because they yeah. gonna stay that way. Did you ever get beatings by other people? Oh, at church, it, it was a free for all. Like I, <laughs> I never I didn't, line I, up. <laughs> I didn't know that you could transfer parenting abilities to another Korean parent yeah. to whoop yeah. your fucking ass. And so, like, I would get my ass beat by people I don't know in the church, and they would tell my parents what I did, and they would beat you. Exactly, I would get a tag team. I'm like, so I got my ass whooped by this stranger. 
And I'm gonna get ass whooping at home. Funny. Shit fucking suck, dude. That is funny as fuck. I went to a boarding school for two years. What the fuck? Yeah, it was a, uh, it was um, you know, uh, underprivileged uh, kids. They help out parents. Oh, okay. That you can't take care of their family or whatever. So I went there for two years, and I just remember my first year there. I was a goofy kid. I was always a class clown like yep. you, doing the same shit. And I remember one day, uh, in our dorm room. Uh, in our, it was in this, the bottom of a building. We we're in the dorm room, and I, I went to the bathroom. We we're laughing about something, doing some shit. And I remember dancing like this, and then all of a sudden, two of the kids that are facing me just looked up, and they stopped laughing with me while I'm dancing. <laughs> I'm like, I'm like, what's going on? And then I just feel the shadow of God over me, <laughs> and I look back, and it's our. Uh, He's basically our hall father or whatever. Yeah. He takes care of all the kids on this, you know, like the elementary school kids and shit. And he, he was this big white guy te- from Texas, too. I mean, you would think immediately he's a racist, but mm-hmm. I mean, he took care of us. <laughs> but uh, he turned around. He said, come here. And he took me to his like, they have like a, their own apartment area. And he told me, pull down your pants. And he took out he took out a paddle, a straight wooden paddle, and this thing had like I, I never it had like holes in it. That's what that's the wind resistance. It gets rid of the wind resistance, bro. He fucked me up, and I was ready to fucking leave so quick, yo. And I remember this wasn't the first time because the first time I saw a kid get paddle, he he told everybody line up outside of the dorm, probably like 20, 30 kids, and this one kid. I remember he was crying. He was like, I'm sorry. He was like, you're going to learn today. He told him, pull it on his back. He took that paddle. Bop! He went running across. the. Do- I mean, he cleared it. He went running across. He said, come back here. He said, come back. He's crying and shit, holding his ass. He said, uh. He hit him again. Bop! Ah! Like, he ran around the gun. It was See? like indoor track, bro. He was running around that bitch. But yeah, man. Like he that- wound this fool up like a little toy car. Right, right. But I just feel like today, you're going to get in trouble for shit like that. Oh, yeah, for, oh you not, like I you can't. That's progressive. Yeah I, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Like I, I'm not really. The reason why I don't want to beat my kids is simply because I'm lazy, man. I ain't trying to fucking <laughs> yeah, sweat yeah, yeah. to punish you. I, just, I feel like there's a way to talk it out. There's obviously yeah, a better way to do it, but at way. the same time, don't you kind of cre- think it creates a little bit of a backbone for the child? I like, mean, yo, I, I, like- I think like up to a certain age, I might give them a little tap on the ass, you know, right. whatever, flicking yeah. the forehead or some shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But after a while, it's like if you can't if you can't talk out your fucking problems at a certain age when you right. when you're cognizant as yeah, a human being, then we're gonna have fucking issues. Because at that point, I'm I'll just do I'll they'll they'll beg that I'll fucking beat them because I'll do way worse shit. Yeah, yeah, I'll do yeah, fucking yeah. mental warfare yeah, shit. Yeah, I will show right. up butt naked at your school. Like, you have no fucking idea. I will. That's the right way to do it, David. <laughs> Yo, that's the best punishment. <laughs> I will fucking mentally scar the fucking shit right, out of you. Right. That's like, hilarious. Please, that when just my mom beat me. stopped beating me, what, what she did was she used to make me wear these little ass shorts. <laughs> yeah, and you know, as a kid, you know, right now I rock them yeah, shoes and probably make them stylish. Right, you know what I'm right. saying? But as a kid, I was like, Mom, I don't want to wear these shorts. <laughs> like, no, you're wearing them. So every time I would get in trouble, she, she when she stopped beating me, she would just make me wear these shorts for the whole week, the same shorts. Yeah. And people would just, Mike, why are you wearing those shorts? <laughs> Mom, and I, I swear to you, after that week, I was good for like two years. <laughs> Would you do that to your kid? Maybe. 
Something like that I might do. Now, would you go as far as putting it on the internet? Have you seen these parents nah, that do that? Nah, I think that's even more humil- yeah, humiliating than, 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 uh, whooping, your than kid. whooping your kid. Yeah, yeah. I wouldn't I do think, that. Because that's, that's going to stay there forever. forever. I've seen the kids like shaving their head, shave their head nah. off and put it online. That's how you treat that's your kids. That's too much work because i got to set up a camera, dude. Yeah, right? Right. Right. Upload it and title it. Your punishment is grab me a beer. i got to think about a clickbait and shit. Right, right. It's like, why is my punishment? I just got to do stuff for you. It's like, because daddy's lazy, dude. Right. Like I'm asking the kid What should I tag it and shit <laughs> Give me a hashtag <laughs> You go bitch oh, shit. Well hey, man, man. I, I, gotta, yeah, I gotta go put money in the, in the thing But I guess we're Yeah man we wrapped up now though right. Oh man yeah. beautiful Usually brother. this podcast only goes like 50 minutes oh, How long did we go? <laughs> An hour 30 Hey that shit was good, let's man. do it man The best podcast yet Hey guys Well uh, before we sign out Tell them where they can find y'all Dormtainment uh, at Dormtainment on Twitter and everything, and you know our YouTube Dormtainment TV, and we got this new show Room Noise with David's gonna be on soon. Oh, yeah. Yes, and uh, just look out for greatness. Well, check out my album Daddy Season, uh, Brown Skin Music Video out hey. now. And yeah, man, your yes. Instagram IG Mike Dam Emmanuel you know. Richards. Just follow us, Emmanuel with an A. Yeah, man. Um, All right, but uh, you can find uh, Genius Brain on Spotify, podcast, any type of audio platform. Don't you guys got a podcast too? Oh, yeah. Yes, Comedy Trap House. Please tune in, watch it, check it out. And also, uh, we got a Patreon for that that you can check out. But do, listen to us first. I think you'll like it. You know, and if you no, like you, it, you'll for sure you'll like, like it. it. <laughs> no, I think you'll like podcast. it. Yeah, it's a good podcast. <laughs> yeah, get on that podcast. Uh, watch this shit. Some of the most talented human beings I've ever met in my life. Oh, man. Uh, you, man. Saying, we love you, man. Honestly, like if it's one person, we always Sitting up. Whenever we have a project, something comes along. How can we fit David so into this? Dude, Somehow, let, let me know. <laughs> you know if you mean? need somebody slapped, let me know too. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see you guys next time. Peace.